Welcome to the Four Listeners Program. Welcome to the board, everybody. Thanks for checking us out this week. What up, everybody? I'm Spear. On the mics with me this week is the mighty Gantor. What's up, Gantor? It's a little lonely on this train. A little lonely on this train. What are you talking about? I'm right here next to you, big guy. think we should invite your mom. Oh. It's just you and me, buddy. It's just you and me, big guy. The Z-Man is, uh, Z-Man's not in tonight. No, we had another scheduling snafu. Z-Man couldn't make it tonight. So it's just me and you, big guy. Think you can handle it? As long as it doesn't get weird. <laughs> no promises. Uh, so I'll tell you, it, it has actually been a little weird for the world lately. There have been some fucked up, crazy things that have happened in the world lately. So this, this week, something must be done about lunatics. I mean, we're talking about this, this fucking numbskull in Cleveland. Oh, my God, yeah. We're talking about, I don't know if you've been keeping, kept keeping up on the, uh, the story here in Philadelphia with the abortion doctor. Yep. The, uh, of course, the, the Boston bombings. I mean, there have, there have been some depraved acts from people. And I got, you, it, it makes you wonder, what the fuck is that about? I mean, what, what gets somebody to that level? I mean, let's just take let's just take the uh, the Philadelphia abortion doctor just for a second, without going too deep into details. This guy this guy ran a, a quote woman's clinic, and what he was doing was he was he was taking babies that were, I guess, viable, and aborting them by clipping their spinal cords with a scissor, and then leaving them in jars and bags in the basement of this clinic. I mean, what the Fuck. Dude, I don't even know how you could do that to an animal, let alone a baby. I mean, the, the there's no I mean, the Philadelphia district attorney rightfully called this guy a monster. Yeah. I mean, no doubt about it. I mean, it's it's an unbelievable thing and I'll tell you what the worst part about it is. I went to school in West Philadelphia where this guy had his clinic. I lived two doors down from this clinic. Really? That is not a joke. As my hand to God on Lancaster Avenue in Philadelphia, I was two doors down from this clinic. Walked wow. past it every day on my way back from class. Why didn't you do something? Well, I mean, we, we, we knew what the place was. I mean, it was clear that it was a place of that nature when you saw protesters outside on the corner. And you were just kind of like, oh, excuse me, pardon me. Just, just come on, get down to my apartment. It's right, right down there, right? I mean, had I known, had I known then what I know now, I would have lit the place on fire. You know what I mean? Yeah, because otherwise you just sound like you're part of the problem. I mean, it's unbelievable, absolutely. And, and you ask yourself, you're reading these stories. What what gets in your head? What what kind of mindset do you have to have? It would be interesting if you could watch, you know, read the explanation of the thought, you know, the decision making process that got you from or got them from a to b do you know what i mean yes like you know like a choose your own adventure game it's like okay on on page seven you chose to go down the ladder and on page 53 you chose to ride the hot air balloon right right to follow that and just see how you get to doing something like that from presumably a normal rational human being exactly i mean there are you know there are people that say you know that you're born that way, that you're born with that kind of sick, twisted circuitry. I, and and I'm, I'm, I'm praying to God that that's true because I would, I would hate to think that I could turn my kid into a serial killer 
or, or create within his brain that level of insanity. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. Where does it come from? How does it, Where does it come there? from? I mean, I, I'm consistently worried about this, right? I'm, I'm always terrified of this. Like, the, that my kid will do something in school, I'll yell at him, and then that's it. That's the trigger. Right? It may already be too late. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, who knows what, what damage I've already done to this kid? You know what I mean? Yeah. I yelled at him for, for spilling something, and oh, oh shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Who knows what damage I've done? Yo, who knows at the very least whether or not I've sent this kid on a course for years and years of therapy? <laughs> He's five. Yeah. <laughs> who yeah. knows? See, for all the the advances and the, the the sophistication of medicine, they don't know shit. Yeah, it's all a crapshoot, right? You know what? I think there's a test that we should start giving people periodically. What kind of test it's would that be? The Voigt Kampf test. The the what? You know, I, I, I'll test you right now, right? All right. Let's see. It's your birthday. All right. Someone gives you a calfskin wallet. Okay. How do you react? Uh, I would say thank you. Nice wallet. You're in a desert walking along in the sand when all of a sudden you look down and you see a tortoise crawling towards you. You reach down you flip the tortoise over on its back. The tortoise lays on its back, its belly baking in the hot sun, beating its legs, trying to turn itself over, but it can't. Not without your help. But you're not helping. Why is that? Because I'm a sick, twisted fuck? There you go. Dude, that's from Blade Runner, you jackass. Is it really? Yes! Wow. I can't believe you. You think I was serious with that shit? Wow. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that in an interview. That would, be, that would be a really good job interview. At least at that point you would know if somebody's answering the questions, whether or not they're truly a geek at heart. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Don't you think that'd be? I think that would be so funny. It would be. That would be. That you know. I'm going to remember that. I'm going to watch the movie. <laughs> I'm going to watch the movie. You should use that in your next interview. I will. I'm absolutely going to use it in my next interview. <laughs> so here's here's something, you know. Here's something interesting. I, you know, we wonder about what makes people snap. I'm wondering whether or not it's someone's job because this asshole in Cleveland, you know, this is the guy. This is the guy that abducted those three girls and yep. kept them in his house. For ten years, right, and it was only—I mean—and he—he took all means, all precautions necessary to make sure that nobody ever found out about this. I mean, had this girl not figured out how to, you know, knock on a door and get, you know, get this guy's attention, there's no, there's no telling how long, how much longer this would have gone on, right? But he—he he was a bus driver, a school bus driver, right? Who's with your kids? Who's with your kids? So you gotta wonder whether or not. You know, like people go postal. You got to wonder whether or not the the school bus driving had anything to do with him finally snapping and abducting these girls. I, I don't know. I've had some pretty crappy jobs. Okay, you know, you worked with me. And there were times where that job was about to drive me to, like, you know, I don't know, snap. But my you, snapping would have been... plot on how to murder somebody. Yeah, I never. I, I remember mean, that. Me snapping... Me snapping would have been standing on a conference room table berating anybody who came into into earshot. That would have been it. I could see you taking a shit on the table too. I, you know what? I probably would have. I would have. I, I would have marked my territory. You know, maybe I would have gone as so far as to like fling some crap. You know, I would have gone all ape on them, literally. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, but that's that's about as far as I would have gone. You know, would you have thrown poop at me. No, I liked you. Look, I had a list of people who. Yeah, but I'm saying once you decide to poop on a table, you probably don't. See <laughs> I've committed. Around, right? <laughs> I've 
committed. <laughs> yeah, like I'm sure everybody's face turned to I don't need, you know I don't need Darth Vader or the Emperor, whoever it is that you dream of you know vanquishing as a hero, right? Trying to make a Star Wars reference. Yeah, well, once you, once you I've probably, uh, you probably uh, play acted being Luke, didn't you? Well, yeah, but the thing is though is I I would have if I was play acting I would have force choked the shit out of everybody. <laughs> that's that's what I would have done. You know? I know. I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> my face would have been replaced with some Star Trek dude's face. Star Trek, Star no, Wars, Star sorry. Wars, Star Wars dude's face, and you would have you would have used your light your poop saber on me, right? That's right. That's exactly what I would have done. Like Chris, no, <clears throat> use the force. You know, don't give in to hate. And he'd be like, "Suck it," and throwing a big piece of shit. In That's my face. right. You know, a big old force push with some poo. <laughs> That's exactly what it would have been. Force push some poo on your mom. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. That's what she said. Oh my god. I feel a little dirty after saying that, but. No. You should just clean yourself up, get some uh, wet naps. <laughs> Can't live with myself. <laughs> oh God! But the um the the other the other level of depravity, you know, the, the other the other thing we've had recently was the uh, the Boston bombings. What was amazing about that whole thing is you can was well, two things, right? You can learn an awful lot about people by watching what happens in a scenario like that, and I I'm humbled to see. People running into the fray. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. With I was, I was, I have to. I'm kind of, I was kind of surprised by that. The people, I, the people running back a, into danger. Right. Yeah, I, I take a negative view of of certain types of professions. So I was surprised at that. Surprised in a good way, right? Yeah, I, I mean that's the thing. Like you, you see these people running into danger. That's heroic. That's bravery. That's courage. Knowing full well that you don't know what else might be coming. Yeah. I, I mean, it just it restores my faith in humanity that that there are more people like that than these these gutless motherfuckers, these dickless fucknuts that you know built these bombs to terrorize you know regular human beings. But here's the thing: these kinds of things, all three of these scenarios, end up causing paranoia. You know. No kidding, buddy. I mean, the, the, I have got a story to tell you. Well, you tell tell me a story there, Ganthor. It's, it's story time with your uncle Ganthor. Tell me a story, buddy. I was riding Septa into the city, and I'm riding the line, and somebody has left something on the train. Right? Well, they I'm not. They, you know, they forgot their bag. Right? It was a bag. Okay. Yeah, it was a little bag. Like, you know what? I'm gonna be a good person. If it's still there when I get off, I'm gonna get it. And I'm gonna turn it into lost and found. Right? Right. So that's what I do. So I, I, you know, I found somebody in the SEPTA office trying to get her attention. She didn't want to acknowledge me. Finally, she did. And I'm like, I found something on the train. And she got mad at me. So apparently, with SEPTA, the way lost and found works is you leave it on the goddamn train. How the hell does that work? You tell me how that works. Because I can't figure it out. I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. The answer to lost and found is leave it and they'll find it themselves. No, fuck you, lady. The, and the, then the I think I, I got huge. to the... It's a huge public transportation system. How the... Yes. You know how many cars there are, how many trains there are, how many trains go in and out of service throughout the day? It's basically an impossible task, Dozens, right? if not hundreds, but... Yes. Right, all right, right on. So I think I got to the real root of the problem was because when I gave... When she finally agreed to take it, I start walking away, and, and she yells out, 
It's not a bomb, is it? Like, I'm going to pick up a bag, look in it, determine if it's a bomb, and if it is a bomb, turn it into lost and found? <laughs> that's, that's my plan. That's what I'm going to do. And I turn around, and I gave her the best you have got to be fucking kidding me look that I've got. And I just shook my head, and I'm like, you are a fucking idiot. I've seen that look. It's and a good walked look. walked away. Yeah, it's a pretty good, That's right? A good, it's a good look. I've seen it. Thank you. I appreciate that. So what's interesting is that she had a, she didn't figure that you would have looked at it and kind of ascertained that it wasn't dangerous before you handed it off to Lost and Found. Like, your first reaction wouldn't have been to go bring it to a you know, <laughs> yeah, police officer. Hey, I found what looks to be a bomb on the bus. No, I found what looks to be a bomb, but I'm not going to say anything, and I'm going to turn it into Lost and Found. Right, you're just walking up to Lost and Found. Hey, I think someone lost their bomb. Yeah, right? No, it's better to leave the bomb on the train with lots of people so that when the bomb goes off... That bitch didn't want anything to do with whatever you had, right? I, I mean, know. She, she was just totally, like, paranoid about what you might have delivered to her and what she might now have to do with it. She might actually have to do her job. Oh, my she, God. Yeah, she might have to do a job and fill out the lost and found form or whatever it is that they do at SEPTA. Yeah. And you know what? It ruined my day because here I, I'm just trying to be a nice guy and help this dude out, right? Doesn't pay to be a nice guy, Ganthor. We know this. No, it does not. No, it does not. So fuck you, cranky septa lady. <laughs> that's the paranoia right there for you, man. You right. Know? Well, that's why you like the reaction of, like, you know, you like the reaction of Boston, right? With Boston strong yeah. and everyone basically well, just holding up... Most, the, most of it. Yeah, and they, they just holding up the proverbial middle finger... You know, to to these fucking dickwads. The the reaction it was a it was a, a Bruins game, where the the guy comes out to sing the national anthem, and then he stops because the whole the whole arena is singing singing as loud as they possibly can. I mean, I oh, yeah, you know you know you've cool. gone to sporting events, right? People don't normally yeah. sing the national anthem. They kind of like you know hum it along. <laughs> You know, they're, they're not even in their seats. They're not even in their seats. They're talking to their buddy. They're checking their fucking Facebook, right? This this packed arena started singing full throat. The guy just stopped and started conducting. You know what I mean? But that's when you see 20,000 people united by their their love for their city, their love for their community, the love for their country. And it, it, was, it, was, it was like, it was, it was heartwarming. It, it restores your faith in humanity. You know what takes away your faith in humanity? When these fucking stupid idiot teenage fucking chicks start posting on Twitter or whatever the fuck to free the, the one Boston bomber that's still alive. There's a hashtag that they're posting. It's like free Joker or whatever the fuck his name is because they think he's cute. What? This is what I'm saying, dude. Lunatics beget other lunatics. Well, is that just women? Because yeah, don't women have that uh, prison... Uh, the Stockholm prisoner? Syndrome thing. No, 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 not that. Where they, they get... They're attracted to, like, convicts. Yeah, is it, is it like the... Was it Stockholm Syndrome where they well, fall Stockholm, in love with their captors? Stockholm, when you fall in love with your captors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I felt like at my last job. <laughs> That's a good point. No, I, I mean, like... Uh, People who are attracted to that, like the convict, not—they're not captives. They're just, oh, you're an ex-con. That oh, makes me hot. wet. That's so hot. Yeah. No. You know, you're wrong. <laughs> no, no. You just no. It's not hot. Yeah. <laughs> it's not hot. The guy, the guy killed people. 
maimed hundreds of others. <laughs> Not hot. <laughs> Sorry, no. Yeah, what? yeah. There's, you know what, lady, you are broken. <laughs> Something fundamentally wrong with no, you. Not hot. Not hot at all. So here's here's the thing, Ganthor. I mean, there are there are truly lunatics in this world. There are people who have taken on acts of depravity so low that the criminal justice system, from a punishment perspective, can't seem to dole out the right level. Such as? Well, this guy in Philadelphia got life in prison. And for, for what he did for as sick as the actions that he took were, I don't think that's enough. No, I agree. What would you do? What, what kind of creative type of punishment could we give this guy? And I have, I'll start. Okay. I would sentence this maniac to a lifetime of Z ditties. <laughs> On constant repeat. That would be pretty bad. I mean, it would be nothing but give the the rose out of the grave. I mean, nothing but it forever. Yeah. To me, that's that's punishment, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a consequence and a half. I mean, that's something. That's something that he'll be begging for death before it's over. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, not again. No, kill me, please. Yeah, I don't think that would take very long to drive you crazy. No, man. This guy's going to get three hots in the cop for the rest of his life. As long as he's going to do that, pipe in Z ditties nonstop. <laughs> think that borders on cruel and unusual punishment? Probably. <laughs> Certainly unusual. <laughs> I'll still say that much. No, it would, I could, that, would, that would drive me crazy. I don't think I'd last more than five minutes. You would go crazy. Oh uh, yeah, not not. I mean, I can't last the thirty seconds that he sings at the beginning nope. of every show. It's not the only thing him. you can't last thirty seconds for. Oh, oh. oh. but we are. Uh, Your mom's never had any problems with how long I last. Touche, sir. What would what would you do there, Ganthor? What else? Get creative. You have a sick and devious mind. What, what kind of? Yes, uh, I, I use. I tried to. I tried to make an allusion to this before, and you guys completely flubbed it. The Wu Tang Clan, right? The Wu Tang Clan. There's a song called Method Man, named after one of the members of the Wu Tang Clan, and the song starts out talking about how they would torture various people. So I'd probably take it. I would take a few from there. What kind of? Uh, what kind? So, of... so the last one, he he would sew your asshole closed and keep feeding you. Yeah, <laughs> it's part of the song. Well, I'm I'm not. Uh, You're actually thinking about the legit the logistics of actually sewing somebody's asshole. Well, clothes. look, I'm clearly not ghetto enough to understand the metaphor, Ganthor. Well, listen to this, and you know what? Let me see if it's on iTunes. I'll fucking pull your fucking tongue out your fucking mouth and stab the shit with a rusty screwdriver. Fucking, I fucking I fucking hang you by your fucking dick off the fucking twelve story building out this motherfucker. I fucking, I fucking sew your asshole clothes and keep feeding you and feeding you and feeding you and feeding you. Ow. Yeah, see? Right? You listen to this? Yeah. I don't get you sometimes, Gantor. Don't even start. Dude, sometimes I, you surprise me, man. In what way? Dude, you are a 6'3 white boy. You are as white as white can be. I'm a little taller than 6'3. Fine, 6'4 white boy white as white can be and you listen to that shit it's good i mean you're like you're you're like ginger don't you know that's mean <laughs> ginger people shouldn't be listening to this stuff there gantor disagree disagree all you want 
I disagree. All right, disagree. I respect what the Wu Tang Clan can do. All right, all right. So, all right. So you would you would soul a guy's asshole clothes and keep feeding him and feeding him and feeding him. <laughs> all right. That's the best I can come up with. All right. Okay. I'm, I'm sure we're on all sorts of government lists right now. You know what I would do? Did you ever see the the Princess Bride? Of course. So, do you remember to the pain? That's to the death? No, to the pain. To the pain means the first thing you lose will be your feet below the ankles, then your hands at the wrists, next your nose. And then my tongue, I suppose. I killed you too quickly the last time, a mistake I don't mean to duplicate tonight. I wasn't finished. The next thing you lose will be your left eye, followed by your right. And then my ears, I understand. Let's get on with it. Wrong! Your ears you keep, and I'll tell you why. So that every shriek of every child at seeing your hideousness will be yours to cherish. Every babe that weeps at your approach, every woman who cries out, Dear God, what is that thing? will echo in your perfect ears. That is what the pain means. It means I leave you in anguish. That's a punishment. That's a good reference. That's a punishment right there. Yeah, that's, I agree. That's how we roll. I agree, sir. To the pain. You leave them in anguish, Ganthor. Yeah, make them regret. You could you could also go a Game of Thrones uh Game of Thrones reference. Oh yeah. There's the uh House Bolton is their their sigil is the oh, flayed yeah. man. The flayed man, yeah. The flayed man and and that's that's how they punish their prisoners by just flaying little bits of skin off their fingers. I mean you can you if you if you're watching uh, Game of Thrones at all yeah. this season. Well, I read the I read the books. Right. It's so much worse in the books. Did they show it? They're showing it. No. Yeah. So if you're if you've been watching any of this season, no, uh, really? Yeah. Poor Theon is. Uh, Don't say poor Theon. Well, some of the shit that they're doing to him, man. You know. He just. You know what? He deserves it. No doubt about it. Right. No doubt about it. But you know, watching watching the uh, watching that punishment. Whoo! The old ways are sometimes the best ways. More, more torture, Ganthor. In, in whatever shape or form it needs to take. Yeah, see, I understand where you're coming from, but I, I, I'm kind of a constitutionalist, so... Yeah, you see, you can't have... can't really get behind that. You have more humanity than I do. That's the problem, Ganthor. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I, have, I have a lot more than you in a lot of, a lot of areas, Yeah, so. except I just have a bigger penis than you, and that's... <sighs> I, don't, I don't want to get into a contest over it. It's not a contest. It's no contest. All right, what are you sporting, big boy? <laughs> Yeah, I called you out. You just called called me Big Boy. That is the gayest thing you've ever said to me. (laughs) That is hands down the gayest thing you've ever said to me. Hands down. What's wrong with being gay? Nothing. Oh, it doesn't sound like nothing. Not that there's anything wrong with that. (laughs) Do we need to get an intern on here? No, we're going to wrap this thing up. All right, what, what what did we learn? What do we learn, Ganthor? What do we What do we learn about lunatics? What do we learn about? We learn that the next time we go to fly, we will probably not be allowed on the plane. <laughs> this is true. I'm sure <laughs> Carnivore added us to the no fly list <laughs> five times at least. What did I learn? I learned I learned that there are some sick and twisted people in this world, but my my faith in humanity is restored by seeing what people will do to save others the courage that they display you know running into the fray you know just restores my faith in humanity and you know what the princess bride had it right with their with their idea of uh 
to the pain. To the pain. So if you uh, if your if your faith in humanity was restored by what you saw in Boston, why don't you go ahead and post it on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash four listeners or four listeners dot com. You could check us out on Stitcher Radio or on the iTunes. Just search for four listeners and we'll pop right on up. We thank you for checking us out this week and we hope that you will check us out again next week. Thanks a bunch. Man.